0: We'll just talk about Ted Lasso and just edit it in. Um, <laughs> Ted, every now and
1: then. <laughs> You're listening to Pop the Kettle On with Nicole Lesio and Dr. Rachel Bushing. So we have a very special oh episode God. of Pop Don't the Kettle On it. today. <laughs> oh
0: God. <laughs> Didn't make uh, all nervous. She got me all relaxed. I know. Like I did. Hour, I did. We've been hour. chatting
1: for hours. Um, so we have. We have decided that uh, we're going to talk about Ted Lasso today. And uh, the problem with Ted Lasso is that Rachel hated it and didn't want to watch it. She didn't
0: hate it though. That's the thing. I don't know. I did not think she liked it. She liked it. She doesn't love it like us. Uh, I think she well, if she was here, she would say she does. I think it went somewhere for me and the same, it went into some little slot yeah. for you and me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like it has for a lot of people. But yeah. it definitely went places for me that I was, that I loved about it. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, it's worth, it's a very interesting, on the surface, a very like, oh, it looks like a piece of shit. Like it's, fr- oh, get out of it. What a ridiculous premise. And I would never have watched it if you hadn't, a, if I, you hadn't recommended, I would never watched it.
1: Wow. Seriously. There you go. I just
0: thought, what a stupid – like, I know I like Jason Sudeikis, but I just think, oh, no. Yeah. It's Apple TV. It's one of the first shows as if it's going to be any good. Yeah. And, um, yeah.
1: And you were proven wrong.
0: Oh, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I rang you the minute I finished it. I
1: know. I was so excited about that, actually. I was talking about it because um, I was saying to my mother-in-law today that we were going to record this. And I'm like – and Ben called me when he finished the person. episode. I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? <laughs> You'd be like, no, it's all right. Reason. Yeah. Amazing. So special episode today. We're <laughs> switching out one bushing for another bushing. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. Yeah, but... <laughs> and I'm very excited because I get to record with my friend, Ben. Um, so we're talking about Ted Lasso. I don't know. The idea is stupid. The whole idea is stupid. That that you would get a coach of an American football club mm-hmm. and bring him to the UK to co- Coach a Premier League soccer team, which is like, you know, they are very different sports. They require very different skill sets. And the whole idea of doing it just seems like a ridiculous idea. Mm. And but then it's in
0: the story, it's very, yeah,
1: it yeah. makes sense. It all makes sense in the end. Mm. um I want to talk to you, Ben, because you've watched the whole thing now. And we're going to, oh, course, I should probably say spoilers, I reckon. Yeah, spoilers. We should warn people. Well, if
0: you, you know, yeah, you there's should, definitely going to be spoilers, just in case um, I, we do. I've watched the first season probably about four times. Me too! Because <laughs> of my daughter, um, Miss 9, Miss 9 going on 19. 29? <laughs> no, 29's probably 29. Um, Miss 29, um, Loves it, yeah, and watched it with me, yeah, and that would be our thing. Oh, so I watched it when you told me to watch it, which was like a year ago, yeah. Then I started watching it with Rage, and she was like, I'm not a big fan, yeah, so I think I watched it again, yeah, and then I watched it with Miss 29, and I think I watched it again when the new season came. Like, yeah, it sounds like I've got nothing to do, but I do, but it's like it's a bit like, melted butter, it just goes in, yeah, very easy,
1: and it's in a pandemic, I think it's it's comforting to go back to something you know is going to make you feel good.
0: Yeah, I went back to Star Trek. Oh, nice. That's yes, not a dumb next generation.
1: I've never seen Star Trek. That's a well, whole other podcast. There's, there's a
0: lot of things that you and I don't have. <laughs> Our Venn diagram doesn't, really doesn't cross up. over in
1: a huge number of places, but where it does, it's it, very it solid. It matters. Yeah. Um, well, we started, so I watched the whole thing by myself and then I got Paul to watch the whole thing with me and then we went, this could be really cool for the kids, but... Yeah actually it's there's a lot of swearing there's some sex stuff but generally there's no violence it's just it's nice right and so yeah we just said to them you know so that's small um one who's now 11 and small two who's nine um we're just like there's going to be swears and you're just going to have to deal with it it's just words we're going to be cool it's just um,
0: words. that's what i always say
1: yeah yeah um so yeah we just went with it and they are obsessed and so every it became our Friday night kind of waiting for the next one thing a family thing and it was really lovely
0: yeah yeah and I have to say Nicole is sitting here with a Richmond, <laughs> uh, a Richmond jersey on <laughs> That's great. I'm sure there'll be a photo put up of me and you in a beautiful jersey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this ridiculous thing. yeah. Paul's side. So, I mean, was, yeah. My husband's side. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Paul's Paul. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, that's but right. He, yeah, so I ordered it for Paul's Father's Day and uh, you can't get it in Australia. So we ordered this thing from the US. They don't ship to Australia. I had to get it like a shipping service. It came. It arrived late. Didn't get it for Father's Day. Paul, attempted to put it on. It is so small for him. It'd be,
0: it'd be like a <laughs> body paint. It, is,
1: it? it honestly looked like someone had painted it on him. Uh, so and now it's that, my shirt. That's a small, isn't it? But yeah. Uh, this, they've got
0: jumpers and hoodies and stuff.
1: Yeah, they've got lots of stuff. So we've got a mug and we've got an AFC Richmond. You know, I want
0: like a one with banter across the top. I know. Like I don't they like, don't have Why don't they have that?
1: They don't. It's very sad. Well, um, the
0: Dubai Air, which isn't a real thing.
1: Well, and last episode, did you notice when Samuel Bassania was looking across at the people playing in the park, they had black tape across their jerseys because clearly they must have had, I saw it on second watch, Um, they must have had the Dubai Air ones and so yeah, they just put the tape over because that's what... Sam did, did. yeah. Um, So yeah, Ted Lasso uh, series on Apple TV+, and it's all about this fish-out-of-water kind of tale. Uh, We're
0: not getting any kickbacks, are we? Not yet, from Apple TV+. Plus. No, we're not. We should, though. We should get kickbacks. (laughs) Kick forwards. Kick
1: forwards. Um, But it's just, it's such an interesting story about leadership and belief and love and how you get the best out of people.
0: I definitely found that it's one of those premises where you're just like, where are they going to go with this? What a mm. piece of shit. Mm. And then you know, it's one of those shows and I'm not sure that it's, it sounds like an, an 80s thing or a 70s thing where it's like you laugh because you know the character, mm. not because it's necessarily funny. Interesting. Like it's like when you're telling a story to someone about friends at work and they said this and they go, yeah but they don't know the friend at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very rarely that it's actually funny. It's just that you know the person. It's it's contextually funny. That's so them, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's so Roy, you know, like, (laughs) and I think I wondered watching it because the kids watched the last episode with me last night until I fell asleep and missed the last eight minutes. Oops. And then watched it again without them and then I got in trouble. (laughs) Um, And they were cracking it about stuff that Roy was saying. Mm. But I was wondering what, thinking, like, again... Roy can come across as pretty aggressive, right? And yeah. he can come across as a bit of a dick. And you're like, oh, I don't know if they'd be laughing that much if they just saw him first. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be funny. Yeah. But because you know him,
1: mm. it's funny. That's so true. That's really true. So I really think it's a,
0: I think it's a, it's a character, to say a character study, although anyone who knows anything about that will just go, you're a wanker. But it, it kind of like, <laughs> it's so much about the characters. And mm. I definitely found myself, um, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I think it's definitely that type of show. Like, it's one of those where yeah. I love that there's no, like, it was a bit hackneyed, the whole Rebecca getting him over to fuck with the thing. And, yes. And Higgins. I liked, I wondered if they did that on purpose because Higgins is such a, <laughs> Higgins.
1: I know, it's I know. It's such a 70s, 80s
0: thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And I like how they've spun it all on its head. Mm. But it did have that real, like, oh, God, this is a very paper thin mm. thing to do. Mm. But it was just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I really, I, it's a beautiful thing. Like, it's a lovely, it's a, it's a love letter to people's, like, to actually, be, how being a dick can actually improve people's lives. Mm. Not being a dick, I should say. Did yeah. I say being a dick or not being <laughs> a dick? <laughs> I can't remember. Don't be a dick. Yes. Um,
1: like, That's good advice for everybody, really. Yeah, well,
0: even if you have one, don't be one. Mm. Um, It's just that, because like, I was watching it thinking, like, Ted's the inciting incident they talk mm. about in, mm. in theatre and film. Yeah. His change coming over there is his, you know, things had just been bubbling along. The dickhead with the guy with the balls coming out of his pants. Yeah. was the yep. coach before.
1: Yep. Liam and Noel. They're no other yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <Yeah. laughs>
0: and, then, yeah. and then he comes over and like, you, or you could say maybe the breakups, the inciting mm. incident really, mm. but comes over and then it's his, it's him um, doing his best and trying to be, who he is, the, mm. the, the beautiful person that he is, mm. the flawed but beautiful person that yeah. he is doing his best. Um, and I thought that he changes so many people's lives mm. just through just those little acts
1: mm.
0: of kindness. But also as as we get on to, there's a few, you know, when he's not doing that, that can upset people too. So, yeah. Because, yeah, like it, it was just this small thing of like, you know, he broke up that, Dynamic of everyone being unhappy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm just ranting now. But.
1: No, no, no. But I think what we said before about, you know, that that being good people is sometimes just that you're bumping around in the universe mm. and you try not to bump into people to hurt them and sometimes you, you bump into people and you might do a kindness and that makes yeah. a whole lot of difference, right? Yeah. You know, um, things that you... You want to put good into the world and, and take a little bit of crap away from the world. Yeah. So he his whole thing is – and you don't realise at the time. You just think he's this hackneyed um, middle American, you know. Um,
0: I'm positive for the sake of being positive. Yeah,
1: that, that kind of toxic positivity almost stuff.
0: When I've done therapy with people, you have this thing called cognitive behaviour therapy mm-hmm. where you're meant to um, change the way you think. And In order to change the way you behave negative um negative thought patterns make you know negative feelings right mm. and there's you know ways of doing it that are you know the positive spin and i always say it's the less shit spin <laughs> people go really i'm like yeah, it's yeah. less less shit even 10 percent is yeah. less shit yeah so you know like because i've done a lot of work with um in when i was in my postgrad in I do have a post I'm not a doctor, but I have a <laughs> in cancer and working with people with cancer and they are dying of cancer. Yeah. So they can't say, I'm not going to die of cancer. No.
1: Because they're dying. Yes.
0: Right? Yeah. But they can say stuff like, I want to have connection with my family, mm. I want to have a, you know, like a, a good death. Yeah. Wanna Patch Adams-like, to... you want
1: to swim in a bowl of, uh, you know, a pool of noodles, like
0: fine but it's like the hatch <laughs> adams also, <laughs> so
1: uh, terrible so
0: <laughs> you can like it but i thought it was shit but um it's definitely about the less less negative yeah so when ted came along i'm like oh here we go mm. but it wasn't hey? no like it was definitely definitely not
1: and there's something about the way he sees people right and you get that you understand what that's about after you find out um, you know, that it was actually the reason that he's the way he is is because his dad killed himself. Yeah. And and that line he he left me and he left my mum. He did that, you know, to me and to my mum. Like he the way that he specifically said it like that just absolutely cut me up. Mm-hmm. Um but he says he he knows people are walking around hurting, and he doesn't want to let them get past him without him saying something. Did he thing. say that
0: I missed that?
1: I oh been... no, he says it. Um, he says it to Dr. Sharon.
0: Yeah, I missed that. Maybe on the phone, but yeah, Probably like
1: always. people are walking around with stuff, and he doesn't want them to get past him. Life is hard, right? Yeah. And he knows that people will miss that, and if you just say something, like you know, his dad was a good man. If somebody just said that he was good, and it, so his whole thing is about seeing people. And that's why the interesting stuff with Nate at the end, spoilers, um, is around he wasn't seeing Nate at all. You know, like he yeah. was seeing so many people, he was seeing their potential, he was seeing what they could be, he was seeing the hard stuff that was going on with them. Um, but I read
0: that Nate was a bit of a dick anyway. <laughs> 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 because Nate's got his own shit with his dad, right? Yeah, and absolutely he his, has. It's played for laughs, but I think there's some real like...
1: It was know, played like for laughs. Nerd rage
0: there mm-hmm. and, I think, again, definitely I think it's a it's a good way to be. I have personally had um, sort of close-ish. I very recently had a f- friend of myself, of mine kill themselves through work. And um, I was really, really, like, I had no idea. Yeah. And I'm pretty good with that. And he, he wasn't through my – he was – peripheral to work but he was a work friend Mm. and it really threw me because i was just like he was such a lovely fellow and i couldn't believe it yeah and i think and i had another one many years ago similar and i'm yeah it's hard because you there are people people hide it very well yeah and and the hurt is so deep and so real Mm. i think that's why this might be controversial, so you may want to edit this out. But I hate Are You OK Day? Hate it. But mm. I don't mind. Who knows? I hate it.
1: That's not a controversial it's, take. People it's such a,
0: It's such a bullshit, mm. superficial,
1: uh-huh.
0: crap way of responding to a real. Yeah. It's a, it's such a serious. And thing.
1: the corporatization of it as well. That yeah. whole thing where it's like the. Um,
0: it's like greenwashing.
1: Totally. Stuff, it's yellowwashing. It's like. It's
0: like um, <laughs> mental
1: health washing yeah yeah because oh, yeah, in a lot of okay. corporate environments you know the fact that They're there is shitty leadership or that there is not enough resources or whatever is causing yeah. people to have mental yeah. health problems but on one day of the year we're going to talk about it and go you should do some self-care well <laughs> bet, yeah. how about you don't create a shit environment for yep. me to be in um no that's uh, i am with you on that um that and is
0: I, yeah, yeah so that's it. really rough so I, for everyone, I, I work in public mental health. I'm not, mm-hmm. I do not work with my darling wife. I do work for her for free because, you know, I'm married to her. Yeah, mate's right. She
1: gets mate's rights. <laughs> she, gets,
0: she gets the discounts. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely a, I'm a public mental health person, mm. psychologist, and I work with lots of different types of people. And I definitely see the um, disparities with... Public funding for mental health services. Yeah, yeah. Um, That isn't sexy in any way. Mm. And private funding for stickers to go yeah. on cars. Yep. And I and the discussion that Ted gets into about the like it did shit me a little bit where it went yeah we've got to have a better conversation about mental health in mm. sport. But
1: yeah, they didn't have it. They didn't have it.
0: <laughs> it's like what the yeah let's have that. Oh no. No 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 no. no. This
1: is the last episode, so we're not having it right Ted, now. Ted, head. come on Ted
0: and I've got to say I'm just going to say it now yeah go the on the representation of a psychologist <laughs> I've never I don't, I'm trying to think of a show where there's a psychologist on it that doesn't make me want to get No, at first sight yes
1: but yeah, so talk oh, to me about... All right, so so during TED, um, there's obviously lots of...
0: I was on a rant, though. ...challenges around
1: <laughs> mental health that are raised with TED yeah. in particular and with the players and things like that when, well, you know, Danny Rojas gets the yips because he kills Earl, the greyhound mascot.
0: That was, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
1: So good. Um, and, and so they bring in this sports psychologist, and... Mm. Uh, and obviously a terrible, terrible representation of what psychologists do. Why is that Ben?
0: I was thinking about it driving over here because I've got such strong feelings, but I don't know really I can't put them into words, they're yep. that strong. Yep. I think the trouble with psychology and like in mental health in general, some people come and see me and they've never seen spoken to a psychologist before. Hmm. So then they're in front of me. And they'll genuinely don't really know what to expect. Mm. So I find myself, I do put on a little bit of a show, like my colleague at work, who is a big fan of the show, we call it a dinner in a show. (laughs) So when we're talking to a client that is not sure, we sort of give each other shit. Yeah. And play off each other. And whoever is connecting more to the client, uh-huh. they join with them. Yep. So it's very – its we just call it dinner and a show. Nice. So it's us going, yeah, hello, but we don't do it that way. No. So what I'm trying to say is it's like – I'm ranting again. The, the representation of the psychologist in Ted Lasso shit me because it sort of was another accumulation to the normal representation of um, – how people think psychologists are mm. and maybe some people see and that for my opinion stops people going to see them mm. in the same way that if every dentist was represented as some maniac who was drinking people wouldn't go to the dentist as much like do you know what I mean yeah it's that yeah sort of, yeah it does it shits me that way I think I think there's probably thematic and comedy reasons why they did it that way and I'm sure the actress was given direction to do that and like but I found her like she was quite dysthymic the way she was like very flat athlete <laughs> I know I thought you either just had, nothing. have you had a head injury or <laughs> why are you talking so yeah weird? And just yeah her her reactions to Ted were so strange at first and I'm just yeah. like is it because Obviously, Ted's not, I don't know, we could talk about this for hours, I'm sure, and we have, but, like, Ted's reaction to psychology is, is not great, cause Yeah. He, um. again, he's an un, unexamined fellow, isn't mm. he? Like, mm. he's got a very, he's got two speeds, and that's it. Like, he's, you know, great fun and dandy, or freaking out.
1: Yeah, but I think, I mean, he did give a hint as to part of that reticence as well, that he has seen a psychologist when, a counsellor, when he and his wife were having marital troubles yeah. and they ended up getting divorced, right? So he's yeah. got this perception already anyway. But yeah, she does, she's just got this cold kind of like, yeah. whoa, that that was intense, his first and meeting I, with her. And
0: I definitely find that representation in in media in general. I think there's this thing where every profession who has their profession represented in media get the shits with that representation <laughs> i've read it somewhere and i'm like i want to make people, sense is there anyone that likes the way they're represented in movies and tv yeah i just don't like there was this show called cracker with um robbie coltrane right um oh like yeah, yeah i remember forensic yeah psychologist that was cool that made me wanted to do forensic psych but i haven't done it <laughs> um i'd like to do it though he was cool i, I don't know listeners send it in yeah think let there's us know cool psychologists out there because i find they're all shit and I, it doesn't make. Are there any psychologists represented in shows or movies that make you want to see a psychologist? Yeah. Because I doubt there is any.
1: <laughs> and do they all.
0: Maybe in treatment? Is in, is in treatment good? I've, never, oh, seen I've it. never
1: seen it, but I've, I've heard, heard I've it. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, but there's that trope around psychologists always having psychological issues themselves.
0: Oh, well, everyone does and, though.
1: But, well, everyone does. Yeah. Um, and and they have to play that thing as well, like mm-hmm. the damaged psych, which is kind of interesting. So we go to Sharon's place and we find that she's got bottles and bottles of alcohol that she's obviously consumed on her own and, you know, that that's, kind of that's stuff. That's probably
0: what the head injury is about. Yeah. Know, <laughs>
1: She's got an acquired brain
0: injury from... She's got something going on. uh,
1: Yeah. I don't know. But she clearly is warm with the player. Like, the players all love her. And so, yeah, it's really interesting the way that they played it with Ted versus, you know, all the players seem to really engage with her. This is a rant that Rach has as well, that representation of Sykes on screen is not great and actually doesn't make people want to go to see a psych.
0: But, like, we don't do ourselves any favours.
1: Sharon... In the show, because I mean, obviously, as a psychologist, you've got an opinion of what she's like in the show. Yeah. And, but she's, she's kind of peripheral. She is. To the whole thing, which is kind of about the way in which leaders can bring out the best in their peeps. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: And I think that's, that is intriguing to me. I think that's why I latched onto it, um, because I came out of a job where I had a pretty rotten boss. And I'm now in a job where I love my boss. The the boss thing makes all the difference, right? Yeah. The people who see you, believe in you, and want yeah. you to do your best. So yeah. Ted kind of has that philosophy in spades.
0: He does, yeah. And like you said, it's because he had that like early trauma of, you know... And I think he says later where, it, like, maybe I didn't tell him that he mm. was a good dad and I didn't see that in him, but he was young anyway. But anyway, I think... He definitely has that genuineness that he's not caught up in his own life. He is there for other people and he's trying mm-hmm. to do his best. Mm, yeah. And it definitely, it's it's lovely. But um, yeah, I think I've certainly thought that like we run a business and I've mentioned a few times to Rach, you know, what would Ted Lasso do in this situation? Nice. Interesting. You um, just needed Ted Lasso at him. I'm like, well, just, just, you know, just be... Just be know. open. <laughs> There's a constant tension between her and I about... What we spend money on in the business. And because I want to buy, like, you know, the best quality coffee machine for the staff. And yeah. she's like, yeah, yeah, I do want that too, but I'd also like to have money to run that place. <laughs> I want to shout everyone, everything. And, and she's like, yes, Ben, but we need to do this as well. Yeah. let how about get a sign for the place? <laughs> how about a sign? Organize a sign. That makes yeah, sense. I'm doing that. It's it's money like, I'm a on sign. to it. I'm onto it. <laughs> but
1: yeah. But so, the whole idea of, of you, you know, you can't serve your customers if you're miserable yourself. And so you need to look after your people. Yep. So they're not going to perform at their best as a football club unless they work together and they figure out each other's little...
0: I just had an idea. <gasps> I think what Ted is about, he's not transactional. No. That's it. That's so true. Because um, you could see it as like the relationships are there for a reason. Like he's being nice to people for them to perform. Yeah. But he's not.
1: No. He... He's
0: nice to people just because he wants to be nice to them. And he's, like, he's annoying to some level. Yeah, yeah. And, but, like, he's there because he genuinely is interested in people. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think that that's what actually got me um, was that, you know, giving him the um, Jamie part, the army the man, army man. At the, end of the thing. Oh. Because it was, like, that real, like... Yeah, that's, that's so true that, yeah. you know, when he, he still scored the goal, that's what I told everyone at work about. I'm like, you've got to listen, watch the show. And I'm like, well, it's so good because it's about, you are like, what's a soccer? But that little bit was just so beautiful because yeah. it was such a small thing, but it mm. was about being kind when there's nothing else. There's for, nothing to gain. In it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's in fact, there is. was a loss in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: well, there was no loss when he was kind. Yes, like he, yes. He, yes. The he built the kind already. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he could be kind or not, but the loss yeah. was there anyway, right? Yeah, so yeah. So he chose to be kind because he, you know, like he was working, he was working with Jamie and that's when mm. he got sent away. But I could see that that was, you know, like it's, I like that. Yeah. I like, I definitely in my own life try to be. Non transactional. Yeah, that that's why I hate asking people to help me out for stuff. Rach gets the shits all the time, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want them to think that, that. And she's like, Ben, they're your friends; they want you to help. Like um, I'm doing a chicken coop at the moment. Yeah, and one of my friends offered to her, and I'm like, I'm not answering. I'm not asking for help. And she goes, He wants to help. I'm like,
1: you're, you're actually. um How much do you like to help people?
0: I know. Stop you're stopping them. You're stopping giving Stop them the gift. That no, that's no. Paul's.
1: That's Paul's thing with me. No. He's like, you, you're. You're making well, it wise, hard for them off, stop being so because evil. they want the gift of giving you help because know, they love but being stop helpful. Being so
0: yeah, being well, see, that's but you're <laughs> annoying me.
1: He, he, he is Ted Lasso. <laughs> I married Ted Lasso. He really and, is. Um,
0: he's funny, too. Yes. You know, your husband.
1: He is. He but he's also him, right? um, genuinely kind, and you've just put the nail on the head there yeah. around that it's not transactional ever with him. No. Like, no. you know, he's been mentoring uni students for the last. 12 years or whatever, and, mm. and he still will send people articles that he thinks that they'll be interested in from like the five-year-ago mentee that, that he had, um, yeah. but, but he also has that thing where the optimism can get a bit much sometimes, and he, um, I had that conversation with him you know, once where I was like, I need to let... You need to tell me that you can see the cloud first before you hit me with silver lining. Like, I need you to tell me that the cloud <laughs> is there.
0: Rachel's never had that conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just acknowledge the damn cloud and then maybe in about five minutes after that we can talk about the silver lining. But Paul always goes straight to silver lining.
0: that makes you think that he doesn't really see the problem
1: exactly exactly so he's gotten so much better at that because he knows i have to have my problem acknowledged first Very <laughs> um but yeah that's a ted thing right it's always silver lining silver lining and we know now it's because he knows that people are carrying around their clouds yeah. um and i think that's it's a really cool thing that he he wants to make sure that people are seen but his wife obviously thought the the optimism was too much for her um but yeah, maybe he needs to temper that with a bit of, I see you cloud too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I definitely found myself at the end um, of season two, like I still like Ted, mm. but I'm not as love in love with him as I was. I know. And I know that's probably being manipulated by those goddamn writers, but. Um, They're so annoyingly good. Yeah, but mm. I, um, actually Roy Kent is one of the writers. Yes. The actor who does that. Have you heard the story? So he has a
1: podcast. No. So Roy Kent is played by Brett. Goldstein? I
0: we should have done the research before I said. No no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. He says that word a lot in his podcast. Um, so he has a podcast called Films to be Buried With, which I think you would really love, actually. Yeah, okay. So he talks to people about movies that they love because he is an absolute cinephile. Like he loves movies with oh. a passion. And so he got this job writing for this show before he then went, I'm writing this, and I actually I know this guy, and I could be this guy, and he That's sent cool. he sent the, he sent Jason, and so Jason Sudeikis, who is the guy who plays Ted Lasso, and one of the other creators, Bill Lawrence, um, he sent them both an email, um, him auditioning, like just he iPhoned it to them That's and cool. said, look, if if this is shit, then we are never speaking about this again, and I will see you Monday in the writers' room. Um, but I think that That's cool. I'm Roy. And he, they, they gave him the part. Like, there's a quite a few people. So the woman who plays Jane, who I'm very confused about, the Jane-Beard relationship. Yeah, I don't um, really. No, it upsets me. I don't like it. And Higgins, oh, Higgins being Beard, the one who... Beard on
0: the town was a great episode. <laughs> oh my God, so, it was
1: so trippy.
0: I loved it. People like, what is this show? And I'm like, just no, go with it, guys. Just go with it. Just go with it. Whereas... But this isn't a real show. Uh-huh. This isn't a real episode. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's one of those shows... Obviously, maybe the rest of the crew were on break or something. Who Well, knows? it was filler
1: because they, they did 10 and they'd written 10 and then Amazon said they – oh, sorry, Apple. Ooh, getting my behemoths mixed out. Um, Apple said they wanted 12. So the Christmas one and the beard on tour one are just slotted in. For no reason.
0: Listen, look at you. You know more about it than I do. Oh, I have gone down
1: I've gone down the rabbit hole. And a after te- every te- Friday a Ted Hole. After every Friday of the new episode dropping out, like Ted Lasso trends on Twitter and so you're going through everybody's hot takes and yeah, oh it's so yeah. enjoyable. Um but the Roy Keeley stuff after the after the, you know, we were worried about them in the in the middle of the season two and everyone's like, Don't you dare, don't you mess with Roy Keeley? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. so I'm interested
1: to see where that art goes in season three but the idea that you fell in love with Ted and then you find out that Ted is actually still just a human being who makes mistakes yeah, in the world like I think it's great I think that's great um yeah. you don't want it to be so saccharine that it doesn't feel real no. anymore
0: you know and I think the idea that it doesn't have to be groundbreaking television it's not Breaking Bad <laughs> which is an awesome show Never seen it. You should watch it. I'm Um, sure. (laughs) It's not very, it's very unlike Ted Lasso. Yes. (laughs) um, Although I've heard a fan theory that um, on the Blu-ray box set or something that they've got, you know, because he plays the dad in Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, yeah. That at the end of um, Breaking Bad, he wakes up and it's all been a dream (laughs) Malcolm in the Middle. Um, But I think, yeah, anyway. um, But it's just a good, it's a good show. Yeah. It's one of those, like it's a, not guilty pleasure, but it's just a nice, yes, solid yeah. bit of entertainment, a bit of yeah. old-fashioned entertainment almost. Yeah, that's very apart well from written. all
1: the effing and blinding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think the effing and blinding. Oh, I'm someone who's partial to that, mm. and I think a, a bit of that is very appropriate given the context in which they're in. Yeah, yeah. And the Roy Kent character, like he swears a lot, but he's also a very soft, gentle mm. person mm. that swears. Yeah, and I like that because that's me yeah i like to think i am i swear a lot but i'm not you know
1: that's not an aggressive it's words not aggression yeah Like it's I. the way I, you use it
0: when i lived in england someone gave me the greatest compliment ever they said you're a smart guy but you swear because you want to don't you, you know, I mean, <laughs> like you can swear you use all the words but you just like it i'm like fuck yeah so like, it's awesome You can use it anywhere there was a song where you could it was you know the word "fuck" was an adverb. It was a verb. It was an adjective. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper now. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, anyway, moving it's on. It's very versatile. Yeah, and but,
1: um, Roy uses it in many, many guises, which I love about him as yeah. well.
0: It's a it, look. My kids love him mm. as a character, mm, and they absolutely. Think, and I think that's the sort of you know, like we live in an age of um, toxic masculinity and toxic persecution of masculinity and mm-hmm. toxic um, masculinity saying I'm persecuted. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know where I am on any of that stuff. I don't like Jim Jeffries. I know that. Mm. Um, I'm with you on that. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I don't like him. No, he's a dick shit. Um, he's a psychologist. I know. He sucks. He sucks. Um, I love that bit when he goes. When she goes, that baby sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that baby sucks. Oh my God, the funeral. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, the funeral. Sassy at the funeral was yeah. just like a. Queen. Yeah. So uh, Rebecca Walton, who is the owner of AFC Richmond, has okay, this... Yeah, doing them, right? the, I'm doing the thing. So um, has uh, a funeral to go to because her dad dies, and uh, her ex-husband comes along with his freshly minted, beautiful new young wife uh, and their brand new baby. And Sassy is Rebecca's best friend in the world, uh, and... You know, she basically says, "I hope you die, Rupert," and I'm yeah. going to be, I'm going to wear red to your funeral, Come and on, I'll be a joy. Know. I will be a a joy to the three other people there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the best. She's great, yeah. but yeah, Kelly says that the baby sucks, which I think is great too, great. because you just no, can't perfect. say that about babies, right? No. She said it because that's what a friend does.
0: But also, I think, and the other thing we should not miss is that, like, you know, that Bechdel test. Yes. That um. This show, in my opinion, does pass the Mm Beckel test mm -hmm. in many, many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, reading about, you know, how it shows like female friendship, like a really healthy female friendship, that it's just female friendships, yeah, um, like equal footing and love and respect and it's just healthy. Yeah. And I really love it. That's, again, I'm a big Sex in the City fan. I really am Um, because I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. aspect of it too like I think Sarah Jessica Park always found her lame but I'd go r- rotate through the other three who are my favourite yeah. Oh, yeah but I do love that like they're just friends yeah it's a really excellent representation of friendship
1: that other thing that I love another relationship that I love in the show is Higgins and his wife yeah beautiful. I just think it is the most delightful thing well, your and course, there's a yeah we do like to think of ourselves as <laughs> the Higginses but they are actually married in real life what? It really? is Mr and Mrs. playing Mr and Mrs. Really? Yes, really. Wow. Um because and the reason I know this is because I went down the rabbit hole after seeing yes, well. that truth. Um, <laughs> cool. but I saw the she's a rainbow episode, which is just
0: yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, definitely, my God. that was the highlight for this. Yes, season me. yes, absolutely. Where, no, I've watched it about three times. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. I've watched it three times myself.
1: So I saw the way that when he got to the game and she was standing there, and yeah. the way that she looked at him, um, and I went, "That doesn't. That looks so real. That yeah, looks so genuine." Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I was like, "That looks like." Because I know that's that's how we look at each other. Because
0: I was like, they, I would have thought, well, they can't be married then if they're looking at each other <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I was like, oh, they
1: must be married because they're looking at each other like All that. I can say is,
0: fuck you and Paul. <laughs> you both suck.
1: We, yeah, we're the baby that sucks. Um, but I Googled it and so he does this whole speech about how 29 years, blah, blah, blah. They've been married for 29 years. So it's them. So it's them. I, and I would really love to know if that whole story, I mean, he clearly plays the double bass. I want to know if that, Whole thing was actually what was happening in in their meet cute, as you want to call it. Yeah. But yeah, I just that episode was just love and beautiful and gorgeous, and makes me want to write things brilliantly. But
0: you know, I'm sure you could. I, I I definitely I find that it's lovely to have something that isn't like I'm watching the show and there's no real big bad in there. I mean, mm. Rupert sort of is, but who cares? Mm. It's just people that like each other mm. getting on. Yeah, right? and there's no real trauma or out like there's no real like what i mean is there's no like ongoing threat yeah it's just nice people being good to each other and loving each other and it's lovely like there's no tension but doesn't mean that there has to be like um i did find all the sam going to nigeria stuff a bit Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. <laughs> um, the guy who plays the billionaire—he's uh-huh. in this amazing show called "I Think You Should Leave." Oh, you should totally watch it. It's brilliant. Because
1: I know him from Veep.
0: Well, I haven't seen Veep. The.
1: So he. What was? What's the show again?
0: It's called "I Think You Should Leave." I think you should it's leave. Ridiculous. Okay. It's a, it's a skit show. Oh right. And it's just. Shit. So it's
1: like thank God you're here, but in reverse.
0: No, no, no. It's just. It's like the comedy company, but.
1: Ah. Oh, really, really okay. But, so um, is he? British or American? What is I don't he? Because he plays American in mm, Veep. Veep. Thank you, just, you the show right. that I just mentioned. Show um, you or not at all? Like at all. But yeah, so he he's American in that. He plays this Nigerian, no, Ghanaian, sorry, Ghanaian yeah. um, guy in this one. And yeah, so I just wonder what where his natural accent is. I'll have to see. Now I'm gonna have to go a rabbit hole down there. We've, talk, we've talked a lot about lots of different parts of Ted Lasso. My whole recommendation would be watch it because it's lovely. Um, and I think it's of its time, that whole people wanted to see apocalyptic stuff when we were going, you know, when there were good times. And now when there's a little bit of a pandemic situation, people are quite enjoying this wholesome loveliness. It's definitely
0: a warm cup of tea. Ted wouldn't drink it because he hates it. But <gasps> it's a nice little warm cup of tea with a nice fovo. Yeah. And it definitely is that. Yeah. It's, it's it's not challenging in any way, but it's definitely it's 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 layered. Yeah. It can be as simple as you like it, but it's, That's so it's true. definitely more. It's definitely a very it's a super, it's like on the surface it's a very simple show and mm. quite nothing but it's not. No, it's no. It goes I
1: deep. It. it goes deep. Um and so I'm looking forward to season three, but we're just gonna have to wait for it, which is really sad. But that means we get to do this again. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
0: well I mean, we like we just have to wait for it. we can't make it. We can't make I'm it. Not involved, so no, can't do no I can't.
1: It. Ben, thank you so much for taking time to chat with me and I hope it wasn't like too scary. It was um, scary at first. Yeah. But
0: I think, you know, as with anything with you, <laughs> scary at first but got used to it. <laughs>
1: got there at the end (laughs) so uh i don't know if you know the sign off but you know you need to hug your babies and be kind to yourself and to one another and Rach and i will be back in season four once we figure out what the hell season four is i
0: apologize to everyone that Rach wasn't here today we missed Rach,
1: so um we will do that again next time once we figure out how to do that thanks ben for spending a sunday afternoon with me it's been a joy absolute
0: pleasure pleasure always all right
1: bye everybody we'll talk to you soon bye this episode featured special guest Ben Bushing. Pop the Kettle On is hosted by Wooshka and is edited by me, Nicole Lessio. We'll see you next time.